Hey, I'm Ryan Mallory, and this is my Swing Trading the Stock Market podcast. I'm here to teach you how to trade in a complex, ever-changing world of finance. Learn what it means to trade profitably and consistently, managing risk, avoiding the pitfalls of trading, and most importantly, to let those winners run wild. You can succeed at the stock market, and I'm ready to show you how. Hey, everybody. This is Ryan Mallory with Swing Trading the Stock Market. And I've got a good episode for you guys today. We're going to talk about trading with an account under $500. Can you start trading with just $500 or even less? We're going to talk about that here. And more, the guy's name that I'm going to use today, it's not going to be a Florida Redneck name. It's going to be by request. He asks to go by the name of Mr. Amps. Not sure what the backstory is on Mr. Amps, but... I can go with it. He says, hey, Ryan, I just started listening to the show three weeks ago, and I'm going back and forth between older and newer episodes. I've learned a lot from you in what seems to be a short amount of time. My question is this. What are your thoughts for those like me who are starting to trade with a smaller amount of money, say less than $500? Also, for those with even less money to start with, let's say $100. Or should those starting with less money wait until they can save up to a certain threshold in order to have enough for risk management. I can understand why people get into penny stocks to begin with, especially while trading with just a little bit of money. I've done so myself in the beginning. I've also discovered how volatile and even shady penny stocks can be, though. I'm certainly avoiding them from now on, even though I'm lucky enough to have gained some money from them. Hope you can help. Thanks for all the great content, Mr. Amps. Mr. Amps, thank you for that question. and. Yes. To get you started on this question, yes, I do think you can start trading with $500 in your account. Do I think that was the case just a couple of years ago? No. And I'm going to get into that and more. But first, what am I drinking here? Well, I was at Sam's Club the other day. I picked up some stuff that they had. It was one of these limited editions that they had on the shelves, not something they carry every day. It's Maker's Mark, and it's Maker's Mark Private Selection at that. Sweet Bourbon Dreams 2021 Bourbon Heritage Edition. So I had to get it, man. I was kind of excited about it. It was like a $56 bottle at Sam's. I don't know what it retails at like a Total Wine or somewhere else, but usually it's like $10 to $15 more. And the color of it, man, it's like a really nice amber brown. I mean, just beautiful, beautiful color. It's not like some of those piss colors that I've been dealing with of late from like the Irish and the Canadian whiskeys, but this this color here is it's real beautiful. And the smell, it's strong. I mean, you could smell it as soon as you open up the bottle. It's got some real good, strong, fruity smells to it. I like everything about it so far. And when I taste it, really, really smooth. It's a rich, silky, smooth flavor. It's like honey on the tongue. Really that good. And then you got this finish that's like hot, peppery, but I like it. I mean, it's not too much. Like it's it takes you a little bit to the edge there, but it, it pulls you right back in to let you know it's going to be all right. The proof is 111 alcohol contents, 55.5%. This is a good one, guys. I mean, I am really surprised at how good. I thought it would be pretty good, but I didn't think it was going to be this good. So it's at Sam's Club. If you can find it, that's great. I'm going to give it an 8.4 out of 10. That's a strong number to give any bourbon. I mean, that's good. I like it. I could drink this stuff every night. It is an everyday sipper. If you can get it for the right price. Now, if they're going to start selling it, you know, on secondary at 90 or a hundred dollars, it's kind of hard to do that with an everyday sipper because it's so expensive, but this is really, really good. It's bursting with flavor bursting. I tell you, 
All right, back to the questions. I mean, I was I'm excited about this Maker's Mark, as you can tell. Maker's Mark private selection. You get them at Sam's Club. Really, really good. And don't be one of those people who go there and buy all of them. Man, save some for the rest of us. All right, now Mr. Amps, he wants to know about these five hundred dollar smackers. Can you start trading with just five hundred dollars? Yes, you can. The reason why and why that's changed from a couple of years ago, and I, a couple of years ago, I'd say you know what, maybe have like. $10,000 at least if you're going to start trading, maybe even 15000 The reason why that changes is because of zero commissions. I didn't even realize at the time how big of a game changer that was when all your major brokerages overnight went straight to zero. It's kind of annoying too because you think to yourself, you guys could have done this all along and you chose not to. You're just milking us for every dime we were worth. I mean, it was crazy how quickly they changed. I mean, once one did it, they all did. I think it was Charles Schwab that did it at first. And then you had E-Trade, and then you had TD Ameritrade, and you had Fidelity. I mean, they all went that direction. And what makes it even easier now is that these brokerages realize how much can be made off of these small accounts. They, they want the $500 accounts because they realize they add up. And so what they're doing now in order to offer you as many opportunities to buy the most amount of or different kinds of stocks or to have the option to buy the, as many different kinds of stocks as possible, they're letting you buy fractional shares. That was another thing they really didn't do. I think there was a company back in the day. I don't even know if they still exist. It's called Share Builder, not to be confused with Share Planner, Share Builder. And I think they would let you buy some fractional shares. I'm not positive on that, but I thought that they did. Any case, fractional shares are good too because it doesn't let you get caught up in, okay, I'm trading with a $500 account. I can't trade Amazon. Well, you know, with some of these companies that are offering or these brokerages that are offering the fractional shares. Yes, you can. And which ones are they? Well, I did a little bit of research on it. I've never had to buy a fractional share, so I, I wasn't quite familiar with that, but I did my research. And from what I found, Webull does it, Interactive Brokers does it, Fidelity does it, and Charles Schwab does it. And there's one other company too, but I'm not even going to give them the time of day to even mention who they are. Anybody that's listened to this podcast for any length of time knows who I'm talking about, but I am not going to give them the credit because they don't deserve it. But check out those companies that I mentioned to you and start using some of these fractional shares too because they do help you in the sense that one, you're not getting charged for the trades and two, you don't have to worry about whether or not a stock is too expensive. We get so caught up and I hate this comment that I get from so many traders. They say, oh, uh, I could only buy one share of it. Who cares how many shares you can buy of a stock? I really don't care. I can't tell you in my portfolio right now how many shares I own of any stock because it's irrelevant to me. The only thing I care about is how much money am I allocating to each trade? If that means I buy 10 shares of a stock or 10 million shares of a stock, I don't care. I've noticed with the Shiba crypto that everybody's all hung up about how many shares they have. It's like, oh, I have 14.4 million Shiba coins. And they think that that makes them special somehow. Guys, it's trading at what? Like 0. 0.000 whatever. Sure, you can buy. I mean, you can take one penny and have a lot of shares. So don't get caught up on the number of shares. The shares don't mean anything. It really means how much money or capital that you have allocated to that particular trade. So if you can only buy one, who cares? Again, it's about managing risk and reward, not about how many shares you're trading with. Because in the end, whether you have one share or a thousand shares of a stock, a 10% move is going to be a 10% move on the capital that you allocate to that trade. Again, it's about the capital that you're allocating to the trade, not the number of shares that you own. So don't think of stocks as being too expensive or being too cheap because that is not determined or defined by how much a stock's share price is. And also what's not expensive 
I forgot to mention in the beginning of the show, so I'll mention it here at SwingTradingTheStockMarket.com. You're going to get all my market research when you go to SwingTradingTheStockMarket.com. Every day, you're going to get my list of daily setups that I am following for potential trades. You're also going to get my weekly watch list. You're going to get each and every day multiple charts that I find most intriguing to me based off of the current market session. On top of that, you're going to get weekly updates on all the FANG stocks, Microsoft, and Tesla, plus... You're going to get updates on the S&P 500, NASDAQ 100, and Russell 2000. So check that out at swingtradingthestockmarket.com. I'd also like to convey to you, too, that it's important to ask yourself, what happens if I lose the $500 that I start investing with? Because let's admit it, if you're trading with $500, you don't have a lot of access to capital. Now, there may be some people that say, hey, I got $10 million in the bank. I'm not really comfortable trading with a million dollars of it or anything. So I'm going to start off with $500. I think that might be the exception to the rule, but I would say most of the time you don't have a lot of access to capital. So if you were to lose that money or even lose a hundred dollars of it, how would you react to that? And I ask that because I go back to when I first started trading again, fresh out of college, I didn't have much money in my name. I just bought a house for myself. I had pretty much put everything I own into that down payment. And I had a little bit of money in the account it was like three or four hundred dollars. I started trading with that, and I realized, ah, you know, I'm not making a lot of money in the stock market doing this way. And you got to remember, at this time, I was paying fourteen ninety nine per trade. That means fourteen ninety nine to get in, fourteen ninety nine to get out. It was expensive. I think that was with TD Ameritrade, if I remember correctly. So that really ate into my trade. That's why I say it's like back then it was not worth trading with just a few hundred dollars. But what I did is I took some money that I had dashed away for a rainy day and I really worked hard to save. It was about a thousand dollars, put it into my trading account. And I bought like the next day, man, I was, I was ready to go. I didn't care what the market was doing. Were we near a top? Were we at near a bottom? It didn't matter to me. I bought a whole bunch of different stocks. It was like five in total. I go to a meeting. Everything was fine before I went to the meeting. But when I went to this meeting and I came back out of the meeting, I rushed to the computer and I look at it in the Stocks are all trading lower. Now, I'm at work at this time, okay? All my stocks are trading lower. I panic. I get mad. I throw my mouse on the ground. I probably didn't even throw it on the ground. I think I winged it across the room. It broke into a million pieces. I'm panicking. I want to get out of the trade. I can't get out of the trade. My stocks are down like $400. I can't do nothing about it because I just broke my mouse. So now I got to go running down to the IT department with this mouse that's like been broken a million pieces come up with some great excuse as to why it's in a million pieces and ask for a new mouse, I got to go run all the way back up to my office. Remember, I'm on the third floor here. IT's down in like the basement. I'm having to run back up the stairs. I'm panicking. I feel like this money that I worked the past year to save is just going all down the tubes. Looking back, it wasn't that big of a deal, but at the time it was very real to me. And I get the mouse installed and I sell everything. And why did I do that? It was because I couldn't comprehend or I couldn't envision a scenario where I would be able to lose that money. I didn't even contemplate it. And that's the bigger problem. I didn't even contemplate what happens if I lose that money or a portion of that money. And so by having not contemplated it, I was blindsided when the market sold all my stocks off. And as a result, I'm taking big losses that I didn't anticipate. I just thought I was going to make money because I bought a stock. So you need to ask yourself that. Okay, so then if you're okay, all right, I might lose some money here because the stock market is inherently filled with risk. Then, yes, you need to start thinking about 
position sizes. Am I going to put 10% per trade? And look, if you're trading with $500, 10% is going to be $50 on a trade. Yeah, you can do fractional shares. But I would look at it from a standpoint where, let's say I'm trading with a $500,000 account. Am I going to be comfortable with a position size of 50000 or or 100000 And really what I'm trying to get at here is practice trading your $500 like it was $5 million or $500,000. Trade it like it's real serious money. Because when you do that, you're forming habits that are going to help you when you do start trading with real serious money. When you're managing the risk, manage the risk like you're trading with serious money. Because what that's going to end up doing is helping you to develop a an approach to trading, an approach to managing risk, an approach to managing reward. I get that it's not fun if you put $100 down on a stock or $50 down on a stock and you make 10% on that $50, okay, you made five bucks. But ask yourself this, why are you getting into trading? Are you getting into trading to get rich, which is what most people get into trading for, and that's why they can't accept or incorporate these tactics and strategies that I'm telling you about. They're getting into it to get rich, to make a lot of money. Or are you trying to become a good swing trader or a day trader, whatever time frame that you're working with? I'm a swing trader, so this is swing trading the stock market, so let's just say swing trader. Are you trying to become a good swing trader? Because your answer should be yes, and if it's that, then good trades are not going to be defined by how much money you make on the trade. It's not about turning the $500 into $10 million overnight. And a lot of people think that they're going to do that. That's why people are buying Shiba right now. Your perspective has to be about being a good trader, a good steward of the money, because what you're able to do with a little will go a long ways in determining what you're able to do with a lot. And yes, you can still grow your account with zero commissions. You can still grow the account. And if you're making $5 on a $50 trade, good. That's a great trade, man. Don't get hung up on the fact that you only made $5. I get it. It's not a lot. But again, you're trying to become a good swing trader. And if you're just here to try to get rich, you're going to lose the money. That's why most people lose because they're focused on how much money am I going to make in the stock market instead of becoming a good trader who's using good risk principles, managing their reward, managing their position sizes. That's what you got to do. That's what it's about. Being disciplined, not letting losses get carried away. And it's very easy when you're trading with a $500 account to say, okay, the stock that I have $50 in, it just went down 20%. I'm down 10 bucks. Big whoop. Okay. That's like a going out to Chipotle's, but you can't look at it that way. You got to look at it. Okay. Am I managing the risk? Am I managing the reward? Did I, if I'm taking a 20% loss on the trade, did I go into the trade thinking that I was going to make at least two X that like 40% or three to one at 60% more than likely that was never a possibility because most trades don't give you 40 and 60%. Yes, some do, but most will not. So it would tell me there, if you got a $50 trade and you lose $10 on that trade, you're probably not managing the risk right because you feel like, yeah, it's just $10, whatever. But don't look at it like that. Yes, it's easy to put that money back into the account. You can go sell a Pokemon card or whatever on eBay, stick it back into your account, and it's like the loss never happened. I get that, okay? But it's not about that. Again, it's about making good, consistent decisions as it pertains to risk, reward, and position sizes. And notice how I'm not really focusing so much on the stock picks. Because stock picks are irrelevant if you don't do the other things. 
Remember, if you're starting off and you only trade with $100 or $500, you're wanting to be good stewards of that money. Do well with a little so that you can be blessed with a lot one day. And guys, stay away from the penny stocks. How many rich people do you know getting into penny stocks that are not just pumping them to you guys? Not much. And usually those people go to jail. Penny stocks, they appeal to people with not a lot of capital because, again, they think that they're buying a lot of shares in something when ultimately what they're most likely going to do is just lose everything that they just put into the stock market. And it's going to frustrate you and you're going to quit. Stay away from the penny stocks. It's like the Wild West out there. There is not a single penny stock strategy, stock, or approach to penny stocking that I would ever trust for long-term capital improvement. And if you think, well, maybe if I can get lucky on one or two of them, then just go to Las Vegas, man. At least you'll have fun. You'll probably get a free cocktail or two out of it. But don't squander it on penny stocks. So wrapping it up here, treat a $500 account like it's a $500,000 account. Don't focus on how much money you're making on a trade. If you make 10% on a $50 trade, good. Don't focus on the fact that it's only $5. Look at brokerages that offer fractional trading. Again, there's a number of them out there. You got Webull, Interactive Brokers, Fidelity, Schwab, and another that I won't mention because I don't like them. Ask yourself too, what is your goal as a trader? Is it to make money or is it to be a good swing trader? My goal is to be a good swing trader. And that's what yours should be as well. And stay away from penny stocks, guys. Don't go that route. If you enjoyed this episode, I'd encourage you to subscribe to this podcast, particularly on Apple Podcasts. Leave a good review. That helps me out immensely. Helps me to continue to grow the audience. You guys are awesome. Check out swingtradingthestockmarket.com. And keep sending me your questions, brian at shareplanner.com, because I do read them all. Uh, Some of you guys don't think I do, but I do read them all, and I want to be able to help you guys as much as possible. Thank you. God bless. Thanks for listening to my podcast, Swing Trading the Stock Market. I'd like to encourage you to join me in the Share Planner Trading Block, where I navigate the stock market each day with traders from around the world. With your membership, you will get a seven-day trial and access to my trading room, including alerts via text, email, and WhatsApp. So go ahead, sign up by going to shareplanner.com slash trading block. That's www.shareplanner.com slash trading block. And follow me on SharePlanner's Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, where I provide unique market and trading information every day. If you have any questions, please feel free to email me at brian at shareplanner.com. All the best to you, and I look forward to trading with you soon. 